what do they present to really the biggest challenge that you guys might face? A lot of challenges. I mean, they got a good team. Um, they got a lot of they a lot of different ways they can score. They are used to winning at their place. They're used to winning in general. Um, they're just a good team. They got a good inside game. Obviously, they have some real good perimeter guys as well, and a couple of guys that are in between too. So they just know how to play. They know how to win. They know what their style is. They understand what their DNA is, and they play to that. So um, we just got to go there, and, and uh, we'll we'll practice tomorrow on some of the things that we want to get better at that will prepare us for what they do specifically. But you know, a lot a large part of it will be us just being able to do the things that we want to be good at as well. Seven games left. You guys need to talk about first place, about the regular season title since it's it's right there to be had. Yeah, we did, we haven't yet, but but to be honest with you, in my in my mind, uh, uh, that last game was kind of I think what we the domino we needed to fall before we could start having the audacity to look at what the standings are uh, and where we are in the standings, right? And so I think we are to that point. Certainly the guys have, and so we'll talk about it a little bit. Um, we're just we're focused on. We had a great practice today. Tremendous energy at practice today, um, and so hopefully we'll have a good one tomorrow before we hit the road. But we're still. I think we're still really committed to trying to improve our product. I think there's still some room for growth in our product, and so uh, at some point that won't be the case. We'll be doing it all. We'll be playing the best that we can possibly play, and then you just try to do that for as long as you can. Can't do that for a whole season. I don't think you can do it for two months. But you know, if you can start finding your way into that mode here in the next week or two, I think you can do that for the rest of the season and ride it off. So, just worried about uh, getting better. Do you worry about this team now going into a game where the number next to y'all is, you know, a higher number than the team you're going up against? Do you worry about them that going to their heads at all, or you think they do a good job of setting that stuff aside? No, I don't think. I'm not worried about that specifically. That was the case in the last game, right? Um, so I just think uh, I think we've talked about the number and we joked around that the number shrank over the weekend, right? And the more things that you end up getting done, the number will continue to shrink if you have successes. But uh, we don't at this point. It was a it was a big deal at one point that our guys wanted a number next to their name. Um, I think they felt slighted at some point. So we were we were so focused on some other things that it kind of took care of itself that we weren't we weren't you know, over the top with the number, consumed with the number anymore. Um, and so I think that's where we are. Um, they're going to, Auburn's going to play incredibly hard because that's what they do. Um, it's a home game for them. They're in a race with seven games left, and we're a team that's also in the race, okay? Uh, the fact that we have a number and where it relates to their number I think there are so many more factors that are going to motivate them to play really hard regardless that, you know, by the time it gets down to that, that, that won't be as much of a factor. But uh, we'll just have to get prepared to go in there for a real battle. How have you seen these guys managing the pressure throughout this year? And what are some of the, some of the conversations that you've observed them having amongst themselves? I think, um, I, think, I think we've all had a plan of what we wanted to do and what our own expectations were. Obviously, in November, no one's expectations met our expectations, but our expectations have, have always been high, not necessarily from a wins and loss perspective, but just for how we would approach the game, how we would play with one another, and what that would look like as a basketball team. And so when, when you have such a high expectation of yourselves that way, I don't think, I don't think, I think that you can minimize the amount of pressure um, that's 
that's on you. Uh, so I think they've handled it great. We have such a uh, high energy and positive uh, minded group that I just I think they're just enjoying themselves and having fun and and relishing the number of days that we still get to practice. We've probably got maybe 20 more practices left with this group. Um, so I think they're really just diving into enjoying uh, the time that we have with each other. Come on, come back to the beginning of the season. And you know, if I heard you about Calmer and Boyce, there's a lot being said. Did you consider him a potential starter, definitely starter in the preseason before you Yeah, he was, he was going to start. He was going to start for us. I mean, he had earned that. Yeah. Um, he just had performed so well. He was doing so many things. Just a lot of it for young guys, especially, it comes down to maybe uh, if they're a specialist offensively, a guy really makes shots, um, a guy really uses the ball screen well. I think it's hard for guys to carve their way as young guys if it only is uh, predicated upon being generally good at offense. He had really carved his way out for a bunch of other things that he did just uh, defensively, the physical impact that he can have on the game as a rebounder, uh, as just a as a ball screen defender. Uh, he's got tremendous, I keep talking about his hand-eye coordination as if this was baseball or golf, but um, he's got tremendous hand-eye coordination and that serves him well in some of the things that he does too. But, um, but yeah, he had earned the right to call it for him to be a starter. Uh, before, before we started playing games. Him being a local kid at four and then going out to Utah to play a senior. Keep in touch with him and you just got to, I just yeah. kind of know about him. Yeah, I mean, you're always, it's always interesting when you have a local prospect that is signed and um, committed to you and then they go somewhere else. So I thought it would have been good for him to be around here, honestly, just to be able to make it over to more practices, watch games, for me to be able to see him more. You know, when he was in Utah, it was an extremely difficult place to get to, um, and it's not close to Columbia, as you know. But it ended up being exactly what he needed. I think he just was out there on his own, and uh, there wasn't a lot for him to do um, in terms of, I think he just had less distractions. And his commitment to, one, developing and changing his body, which is hard for young guys. It's hard for anybody, take my word for it. But um, it's hard to commit to your diet the way that he did while he was out there on his own. That was really impressive, and as well to just developing his game. He went out there and he, and he lived and breathed basketball while he was out there, and he reaped the benefits of that being back here. Speaking of Colin, it's been a while since this program was getting things like Freshman of the Week honors. Just where's the pride level for him and getting some recognition? Yeah, it's fun for him. I, I think he's really prideful just because you know he's from around here. He grew up and, and has probably seen uh, a ton of Gamecocks basketball or games and just Gamecocks sporting events in general. So uh, the pride that comes with that, but then to also achieve in a way that uh, the rest of your league acknowledges you as Defensively, I mean, it's just the way I've been brought up in this profession was that, uh, you know, was to value 
good defense. And that doesn't mean that we ignore offense. I, mean, I think if you listen to most people talk about us, they talk about how we share the ball. They talk about the quality of uh, shots that we generate. They talk about the fact that we don't have the ball over very often. They talk about a lot of different offensive things that don't just happen. Um, I, I think our efficiency offensively is really high. But having said all that, with me it starts with defense. I just don't believe in that you can ever be that consistent offensively. You're going to have bad days at the office. And if you try really hard, there won't be too many bad days at the office on the defensive side of the ball. So our guys have been committed to it. They focused on it. They tried really hard. I keep saying that. I don't want to make it seem like I mean, that's supposedly where it should all stop, right? But these guys try really hard uh, to do the things that we ask them to do in a defensive